This is in the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in volume 4. This is letter number 842. And this is dated Baruch Hashem, the seventh day of Hanukkah in the year Tavshin Yud Aleph, Brooklyn. I said in later on letters, I noticed the Rebbe switched around the letters Tavshin Yud Aleph to Tav Yud Shin Aleph, which means Tisa, to raise. But in the first letters, the Rebbe still writes Tavshin, in the beginning of the Bible, the Rebbe writes Tavshin Yud Aleph. Uh, the Rebbe is sending this to uh, uh, Shadar, but Shleim uh, Chaim Sheyichia Shadar, this is Shlomo Chaim Kesselman. Rabbi Shlomo Chaim Kesselman, he was one of the famous mashpim, uh, spiritual guides, and he was yet in my father's time, Olav HaShalom, Aleim HaShalom, his mashpia, he was already a spiritual guide at that time, but then eventually, when they came to Israel, they moved after the Second World War, and they went to Kfar Chabad, he became the chief mashpia, the main spiritual guide who would take care, or today they would call it a, a guidance counselor, or something in the English equivalent to a guidance counselor. But this was more a person who was a very, uh, on a high spiritual level, and he would see to the needs of the students and make sure that their needs, their spiritual needs mostly are met, and that uh, to help them along in their service of Hashem. So the Rebbe says to him, uh, Shalom of Racha, peace and blessing. The Rebbe adds here, he says, he's giving along the booklet for Hanukkah uh, because of all the preoccupations, its publication has been delayed. So now, this that you ask me, what is my opinion on what they have thought to move the yeshiva from Tel Aviv to Lud? They wanted to just move the place. Which, matter of fact, as you see today, the big yeshiva of Chabad was in Lut for many years. I mean, now Chabad is all over Eretz Yisrael. There's many yeshivas, and there's big yeshivas in Migdal Emek, in Tzfat, in Kiryat Gat, in Chula, and all, all over the place. There's big yeshivas over there. But the airports. But, uh, yeah, but, so, okay, so, uh, but they wanted at that time, the yeshiva was Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv was the main metropolis of Israel at the time. And they wanted to move it from Tel Aviv to Lut. And the reason, the reasoning and the rationale behind it is because the noise of a big city of Tel Aviv is sort of interfering. It, uh, it uh, doesn't allow this such diligent in the learning because of the, or the big city noises. Also, uh, there is a... Um, uh, a loss of time because they go from one house to uh, to the other. I'm not sure. Maybe because it wasn't in one place. Over there was like in various different places, and they had to go from one house to the other house. So change places. Maybe it wasn't fitting. I'm not sure exactly. But the Rebbe says, according to my view, this is very proper. And many times I heard from my father-in-law, the Rebbe Harini Kapodes Mishkovei about, and you see this is before the Rebbe accepted his leadership, so the Rebbe is sort of referring to what his previous Rebbe said, also later on as well. But of course, here the Rebbe said, I heard many times from my father-in-law that the expression is yeshivas krachim kosha, sitting, sitting, living in the big cities is difficult. So for us, living in Sharon is Baruch Hashem. We're not, okay, sitting in the, living in the big cities is difficult. And he spoke very 
greatly about the advantage that the yeshiva was in the city of Lubavitch, which was the main thing. What was Lubavitch? The center, the main thing of Lubavitch was the yeshiva. The rest of the stuff of the city had really no uh, no values over there. It didn't take up any place, uh, and to uh, so it didn't distract didn't distract the the students who were still uh, young in in their knowledge and uh, and and not even the older ones. And the Rebbe writes here, as opposed to New York, etc. <laughs> as the Rebbe says, so over there in Lubavitch, the real Lubavitch, in the city of Lubavitch, that was the main. So I guess this was what the Friedrich Rebbe said, that there was a great advantage to the yeshiva in Lubavitch versus the yeshiva, the way it's in New York City, because of the great, all the noises and the big cities things. For sure, the Rebbe says that in your situation now, that there is to hope, that this would be a great, great benefit if the yeshiva is going to be uh, in the place where that's going to be the main. And Lud, in their place, the yeshiva is going to be the main. Uh, uh, and the rest of the stuff of the place are going to be secondary or will not be of any value at all. So that's going to be the yeshiva. So I guess in Lud, there was nothing else going on over there. There would be no other things. The only thing would be there would be the yeshiva. Which, by the way, now it's also built up to a huge Chabad community with many institutions with other all different kinds of, of activities. Uh, either way, the Rebbe says, according to my view, you should leave some class or some group, some, some, some portion, some section in Tel Aviv also. So that will be provide as an intermediary and as a pipeline so that it will be easier to draw the children of Tel Aviv so leave a little very practical, leave a little something over there and so the Tel Aviv and that surrounding you can draw them to the yeshiva and Lod so the Rebbe says it's self understood, this is a response to your question the way you describe the situation over there so but perhaps the Rebbe says based on what's going on, the conditions, the local conditions, the Rebbe said, of the people and the time, that I have not been told, so maybe there are other things that you need to be cautious about. The Rebbe says, I'm only answering you based on the information that I have, but there may be other information. I'm not sure what the Rebbe is hinting. Maybe something that you're not telling me, or, or I don't hear, and that may change the, the answer. As far as your question, as, as far as the, the study of Hasidus, the Rebbe says, I cannot prolong without knowing more details about the level of the abilities of the students and what are the uh, qualities of the mashpim, those who influence them, etc. But two points, in generally, I want to make about the study of the teaching of Hasidus, of Dach. And that has to be in all Lubavitch yeshivas. And that is like this. Number one, you must prepare the students in a way that in a very short time, shouldn't take that long, each one should be able to recite a discourse, a mimer of Hasidus 
in a way that it will impact those who listen. And even those who are not great philosophers in Hasidic, in the teaching of Hasidus. Basically, what the Rebbe is saying, they should have some uh, simpler uh, material, a simpler one, so that they can sort of use that in many situations when they come to actually recite a mimer and to be able to impact the people that listen to it. Which, by the way, also, my father, may rest in peace, he would always have several mimorim. And, you know, he didn't have so many, but he had mimorim, those are these discourses. And on every occasion, whenever necessary, he would take out one of those mimorim, whether three, four, or five mimorim he had, especially those that were said in, by the previous Rebbe in Tafresh Pezayin after he was freed from prison. And he would recite them. And so he had this material. So this is Rebbe saying that each one should have a mimer and, uh, uh, or plural, mimerim, so that they can recite. That's number one. Base. Uh, number two is they should have a wider knowledge in the teachings in the Hasidus. In, the, in, in, the in other words, sometimes people concentrate on very small piece and they dig and dig and dig, but then they don't have a lot of material. They don't have any knowledge, any Jewish knowledge. We once had a, actually, our Mashpia was teaching us in a class many years ago. So he gave us an example. He said, if you're going to dig a hole in the ground, yeah, so if you're going to have a very narrow hole, you're not going to be able to dig too far. If you want to dig deeper, you must make the wall have a wide, you have to have a wide wall to, in order to be able to go deeper okay. basically he was saying if you really want to dig if you want to dig, if you want to dig deep you must know something else, you can't just stay in one place, know one thing and then, and then dig over there so that's what Rebbe says here the second idea here uh, we feel is a lacking a lot even in students that, le- le- that learned for many years the teaching of Hasidus and there are several ideas that they know very deeply. But the amount of ideas that they know is very, very little. So they may know a few things very thoroughly, but there's not much that they know. Had I had my power, I would introduce, make the custom in every place to study Hasidus, not only in a concentrated, in-depth type of study, but a special time just to learn quickly. Lemigris. Although Chabad demands inside, inner, but here I would make the learn. That simply to know, to know, to know Hasidus, to know various different matters. I extend my greetings of peace to the entire group. May they live. And may you have success in influencing all your students. May they live. And that you should be able to go, continue going up and more by lighting the shine of Hasidus and to also illuminate it also to the outside, which is the idea of Hanukkah, which is lighting of the light, which adds and increases in the light of holiness. And automatically it diminishes and keeps on diminishing in the opposite side takes away from the negative side. And the lighting is done to 
as the Gemara according to the Gemara Shabbos and the Gemara in, in uh, as explained in Hasidus, that means to take away the negativity, this the the meredes, the rebellious from the shuk, as explained. This is done today's day by spreading the wellsprings to the outside, and the Rebbe blesses him and sends regards. And the Rebbe says, for sure, you will let us know good news from the peace of your grandchildren. Which, by the way, some of the grandchildren went with us together in yeshiva. Some of them, you know, they're all over the place. Uh, and, and actually, uh, my recent trip to uh, Australia, uh, one of the grandchildren's son was one of the students at the Shluchim over there in Australia. So it's... Uh, Everything connects, and um, um, but here you see how the Rebbe was guiding the Mashpim and the uh, two points that the Rebbe was basically saying. I mean, besides the moving word to location, the Rebbe wants a that everyone should have something that they can recite and tell something that will be influential, and b he wants them to have a wider knowledge just an extended knowledge in the teaching of Hasidus.